and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you and joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. James. Hello. And Brody. Hello. James, I am pleased to report that I am thoroughly enjoying my playthrough of Resident Evil 3. I feel like I'm getting to the pointy end now. I kind of long to go. Um, and hard. yeah, despite it being more actiony, I'm really enjoying it so much so that maybe I prefer it to Resident Evil 2. Is that a crazy thing to say? It is. It's um very controversial. It makes <laughs> it makes my end not pointy. Put it that way. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's like we I, rehearsed that. I swear no, we no, didn't. We didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I like it too. I think it's like a little bit. It gets shot on a lot, but then so did, like, Resi 3. Like, it's kind of the same thing. They both, years ago, they both came out, like, almost a few years apart. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there was a really close um, gap between them, and the second one was more action-y. So it's just history repeating itself, really. Um, Yeah. Although, yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it just, like, opens so well. Like, and I I, I can see that it is kind of like a set piece, and you're not really in control of the character for a lot of it. Um, well, that's all new. But I don't know, it reminds me of, like, Uncharted and yeah. stuff like, at times. The original, it just starts with her, like, jumping out of a window, like, in her apartment. Right. Like, you don't see any of that. So that's yeah. all added. But it changes a lot, which I... I yeah. But yeah, I'm... And she's just I'm, such more an interesting character than I think... Um, oh. I'm forgetting what <laughs> really? his name is now. Leon is... Yeah, right. Um, interesting. But hey, maybe that's just personal taste. This I'm is sorry. the best version of Jill. So I understand right. that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and and even Nemesis, like I enjoy him as a bad guy so much more. Like he just feels like he's got some big Terminator energy to it. But again, I'm like referencing more of the action side of stuff than the horror. Um, mm-hmm. The spiders in the like um, power plant though still get me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, they're not the big dirty hairy spiders that I want. But um, no, well, I saw you tweet that picture the other day. And I'm do. like, I haven't come across anything like you that, yet. and you won't. Yeah, so. Um, oh, okay. That's what I want. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. But yeah, okay. I'm glad. It's that's why it's such a good series. You know, it's just got so much to it, like action. Well, you've, you've converted me. I'm a yeah, fan good. now. That's at fourth, least three people I know of. <laughs> Love <laughs> a good <laughs> remake. Oh. <laughs> Fucking shut up. We got we got plenty more remakes th- this year to look forward to. Talking still. about remakes um, and DLC this podcast. Um. Yeah, that's all we're going to talk about this entire podcast. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about that old podcast. Instead, we're going to kick things off by talking about God of War Ragnarok still coming out this year. And I acknowledge, Shannon, that I need to eat a big old piece of humble pie because my gut was telling me that we weren't seeing this game this year. It, they'd been quiet for too long. There were rumors of buzz that it was going to get delayed. It was looking like it was going to be early 2023. But you said, have faith. Corey Barlog was teasing us over on Twitter like crazy. And sure enough, it is still coming this year. Apparently, November 9th. How relieved are you that that is the case? Um, oh, I don't know about relieved. Like, I don't have shares in... Sony, so I don't know if that's the right word. He I, says I feel this is like, wearing a PlayStation. <laughs> I know, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Chill. Um, no, I am because I feel like this holiday was sort of lacking in games without Starfield and such, and I feel like the start of next year is going to be really insane again, so I feel like having this in the middle of November is much appreciated, with not a lot around it so far in November, so I feel like to be able to sink a week or two into this will be really 
good. Yeah, it's interesting to imagine like a parallel universe in which Starfield comes out two days later than yeah. after this. Like that would maybe be a bit too hot for my liking. Are you 100% confident at this point that it will hit November 9th? Like I know I'm clutching at straws here, but it's not out yet technically. Like are you sure it's going to come stop. out November 9th? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think so. What are we now? We're, we're July. Like, if they come out in, like, January or February with this, or, like, last year, I would say, oh, there's always room for movement. But if it's July mm. and you've waited, like, two years to announce a release date, I feel like they've got to be pretty confident in it. Obviously, I mean, in theory, I it's only, like, a, a couple of months away from Yeah, like, gold, it's set right? to go gold, exactly. And they've announced collector's editions and whatever, so it's obviously in production. Like, I, yeah. I don't know, game development, but I'm guessing there's always a chance it could maybe slip for polishing reasons especially because it's coming to ps4 too but you would think it's it's a lock and they understand the opportunity they have in november with this game for sure yeah brody have you watched the new trailer that came out alongside it Uh, it's kind of teased at some new kind of characters and kind of part of the kind of um norse mythology that we've not seen more of up until now what are your expectations for the story going into this game uh, yeah, it looks like quite an adventure, doesn't it? No, you've sort of caught me off guard because I admittedly haven't finished God of War. Although I, uh, I do know... Uh, Still time. Well, yeah, but I, I was playing through it at one point and then I got on Reddit and read a spoiler. So that kind of put me off finishing it because I thought, oh, well, I know what happens. So basically the last reveal is the thing that I read regarding yeah. a certain person's uh, identity, I suppose, to yep. tiptoe around the point. I think we can speak about it at this well, point. No, if I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Brody's right. People might. If you know, be. you know. And if I you don't, don't think it's that important. Nevertheless, well, I, don't, I, don't, like, I also it, don't really like, think anything in the trailer is that important to what we saw. I know there's like there are ties mythologically, yeah. but I don't know if we know why or how that plays out at all. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, I, I, I don't know if we'd seen Fenrir, like the massive big no. wolf yet, though, which is kind of exciting. Um, yeah. And I liked, Brody, I liked your te- tweet asking if you could pat it. Yes, um, well, thank you. <laughs> um, I, d- I might have said teats, is that what you picked up on chat? <laughs> oh, um, read my But teats. yeah, I'm excited to see what that, like, assuming that's a boss battle, I'm super excited to see what that looks like. Yeah. The I think the thing, walked off. The game aside, I think the thing I'm most excited about is the fact that game of the year now could be a two-game race, which uh, is exciting. So it's not just going to be clear-cut. Between Stray and God point. of War. Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah, well... In saying that, though, like, when does Game of the Year, like, Game Awards conversation cut off? That's that early December? Mid, yeah. Early December or mid to late November, generally, I think. Yeah, okay. So, it should should have ample opportunity to, yeah. And I suppose reviewers... I'm, I'm sure if it was around that mark, they'd push the deadline back just to uh, get God of War in the conversation, surely. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Uh, all right, James, let me come back to your way then. Um, I obviously made a big deal about my suspicions that this was going to get delayed. What was your reaction to the confirmation of the release date and how, is, how it's all been handled? Like, what did you make of the kind of teasing for what felt like weeks and the delay of the announcement, seemingly? Um, it was kind of, like, annoying. Like, just announce it, I feel. <laughs> but, uh, like, it's all the, the gifts and shit that were being tweeted out. Um, mm. But... It's nice to have a date, finally. I don't think it will move. I'd be really surprised. Um, yeah. Collectors looks nice. Not for me, but, like, looks nice. And I'm sure a lot I, of people will be Just That was going to be my next question. So yeah, I just want to speak about... <laughs> it is weird that given, like, we didn't get, like, a say to play it, they didn't just drop this at, like, the game or... The, not the game awards. The... I was going to say, it felt a bit lackluster to, like, wake up this morning and see a tweet. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess they've owned the day and it, it was everywhere and like the, the trailer and stuff's already got millions of views and whatever. But yeah, it felt weird given how they announced it not to just drop it at a, in a state of play in June or at the Keeley showcase. What was that yeah. called? Why is that? Summer, Summer Games, Games Fest. Summer Games Fest. Yeah. It felt yeah. weird to not have that, but I guess they've had their own moment. I would have yeah. also like, this is going to get, uh, someone's going to roll their eyes, but like, I really would have liked more gameplay shown off, not just like CG. Like, do you reckon they will have a state of play now or somewhere before I the release? I think they might do it like a deepish dive, maybe. Not like a shallow dive. They might do a 15-minute one or something like that. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think they will. In, it, I don't in think hindsight, because like I was obviously saying it's weird we've not had like a more Horizon-esque, like deep kind of gameplay dive, but I feel like they had more to establish and more to show gameplay-wise with Horizon than God of War probably will. Like, Well, well I don't know. The, the do, do, combat mechanics of God of War are already so solid. I don't know if you need to really kind of like... Well, I feel like they... much more to that to then show off. I feel like, oh, it depends what this game is. Like, whether if it is literally just, you know, uh, an iteration of the first game or whether they actually do anything new with the mechanics. Like, surely Mm. that's... Like, if it is iterative, then yeah, they might not bother. But if there are some actual new gameplay hooks, like, I feel like they need to establish that. You can ride, like, the wolves and whatever in in the winter. I think, like, everything's going to be... It's going to (laughs) tie into the game. But I... Like, I've never been a person to be like, oh, I'm not watching a trailer for this. Like, a bet for this, I feel like I don't personally need or want to see any more than what I've seen. I think we'll see, like, a launch trailer you're just, that's, like... You're just in and, like... Well, I don't... Need I don't... See. I don't think... What are they going to do? Like, I, I don't want them to add more and more because I think that's what... We've all said that that's where Horizon Forbidden West went wrong. And I think that's where so many games go wrong. So, I, I think that's different, Because the first game for Horizon and this, and is, like, an open... I, when I we say they did more for Horizon, like that's the, when you add more shit to an open world, that that's where but it gets bloated. Like, what I don't, do you I think want more less, for this? Because I, well, I don't say know, like a, this... like let's just say like a new weapon or like some kind of new mechanic or maybe just some enemy yeah. variety, like just but something. I wouldn't, I or even like s- how Atreus, how you interact with Atreus, and like how his kind of combat comes into it as well. Yeah, that was like, pretty bad. I, I feel like the there's less game. there's less room to fuck up it to the point where it's bloated, like Horizon was, which uh. is. But, I disagree. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. Well, I mean, I, I don't feel like Horizon was particularly bloated. To be honest, have you finished so. it, Yui? I have. Oh, I, I think for me, like the best part of God of War, and again, I'd happily talk about this. Was we've established no no spoilers. Was the weapon reveal in that game? Yeah. So I feel like if there's anything <laughs> like that, I would rather just go well, into it thinking I think, what I, think I know. There will be like looking at the Clex editions and the kind of prominence they're giving on Thor's hammer. Like yeah, I, I, didn't I even see that. that as being pivotal, pivotal to the game. Um, maybe. And I think you will have like a weapon surprise, although maybe not so much of a surprise. Um, yeah. I could be wrong. They could yeah, just talk they're about They're not going to show regions. that now. They're not going to show that ahead of the release, though. I, I reckon it'd be more like, let's see a new environment and how like you ride a wolf now and how Atreus like, comes into it. Like maybe that'd be enough to show for the sake of an extended gameplay reveal. Yeah, and they, um, might, they might give a nod at like the direction the story's going to take because I feel like they have been yeah. particularly cagey about that to a degree. So. Yeah, and like the first game, granted, it was a huge tonal shift. But, like, they did really kind of, like, establish the premise of the game, like, pretty pretty well, I think, in the marketing ahead of time. Mm. And not th- Again, not that I think they need to this time. Maybe. Um, I, I remember that we knew nothing about the first game until there were previews and I got to play it and other media got to play it. And then that's when we, we knew what the gameplay was and that sort of thing. So maybe there will be, yeah. like, a preview. I would think there might be a preview event over, like, a 20 or 30 minute stay to play. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. 
I'm excited. Shannon, have you got your eyes on any of the Clux editions or the Jotner edition or anything like that? Uh, they they look cool. It probably depends on price. I'm guessing it's going to be like three or four hundred, and then I probably don't need any more things in my yeah. life, to be honest. I don't know. I might order one. It if gets it's hard there. storing and displaying all this stuff. I was like going to officially maxed out capacity wise. I was going to order Horizon one, but then it sold out like instantly, so I just missed out on the chance. So it'll be yeah, it'll be that kind of thing where if it's there, I'll, I'll probably just order it. Yeah, they're cool though. <laughs> uh, Brody, what about yourself? Are you gonna snap one up? No, I mean, they, I presume they all come with the disc version, and I famously do not have a disc. They do well, not. No, no, they don't. it's all digital this it's time. It's like Horizon, which I don't, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, still no. That was going to be my excuse, oh. but uh, no. no. <laughs> They've made it just I, for people like you. I <laughs> yeah. caught myself out with this other day because I was going to fire up Horizon again to dive back into it, having finished it, James. Um, and I, I cracked open my seal book, and I was like, fuck, where's the disc? And I was like looking around, looking through my other cases, thinking I'd like put it in another one. I was like, did I lend someone the game? And then it eventually dawned on me it never came with a disc. I've got the useless box that just kind of takes up space. Although there's nice there's been a lot of chatter around this. Like I'd say like 90% of the comments on all of our posts and, and the groups have been yeah. about this. I, f- I feel like it is shitty, but I understand like A, to produce these things in advance and have them ship on date on the date, like you need to be producing them now. And I'm guessing the disc isn't ready. And then B, people like Brody that have a digital, you a code is just easier than a disc. But then I fully understand why people want the disc if you're buying a collector's just, edition. Yeah, but just like why bother with the steelbook at all then? Like, like people want it on their shelf. I don't you, know. Yeah. It's so weird though. People, <laughs> like it's I don't, it is weird. And I don't I don't get it either. As much as I like a steelbook, I like it when it's got a disc inside. The thing it. is it like I'm like, why? They could just sell it without the game totally, but then people don't like that either and think that's weird when you sell a collector's edition and not include the game. So I don't know yeah, what the right way is. Mm. I think like without, and then you mm. can add the game you want to it. Yeah. It makes sense. Like that, that gives you more choice, but then yeah, I understand should, yeah. logistically might to... that might be hard to ship because that's four skis rather than one, you know, but, mm. and like you said, the discs have to be pressed at a certain point. You can have the, the data behind that code can be switched on literally the day before, I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I could see both sides of it. I don't think it's, like, them wanting to, to cost save. Like, it might be to a degree, but I think it's more about the other things we spoke about. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, although God of War wasn't delayed and it is making out this year we did unfortunately have another delay well not another delay but a delay instead um in forspoken um shannon i'll come back to you first on this i feel like this one's probably been a little bit more on the cards and we've sort of speculated about this one for a while but what was your reaction to the delay on this one oh god i i think given it was delayed already from may to october like it doesn't surprise me but like yeah yeah, from may to january and it's i think the day before dead space now or something like it's in a stack period again like it's it's not escaping the busy rush of games by any means and they've said it's just a polish so i don't know i think we've spoken on this podcast before about how it's it's a bit confusing about the the state that that game's in and i don't think this eases those fears at all but yeah not surprised what James, that's what's shannon such on there like are you concerned about the game at this point um, not concerned. I, I, like I said before, I, I just don't, like, they reckon it's finished, and I believe, I don't know why they'd lie about that, so I believe them. But, like, that's a lot of time for Polish. Yeah, that was <laughs> um, my thought. For a, for a team of 150 people as well. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It, it's also... Could it be strategic, do you think? Like, uh, although January does have Dead Space, I don't know if there's a the lot big... else confirmed, so maybe yeah, it does like have like, January a is literally just Dead Space on the 27th, so, and mm. then Forspoken now on the 24th, so... And they're different markets, I guess, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just need... I just want them to show more of it. Like, I really think it's the, the quiet about around this game is hurting it more than anything. Um, yeah. I feel like every time I talk about it with people, they, they're like, oh, what's that? And then I tell them, like, oh, yeah, the spinning death. Yeah, I, I have to game. remind myself this. Like, but in like, Amy Henning, Gary Witter game, like, I really respect the two of them. But I still own. feel like they had a cool world and a cool story, and then yeah. they've and they've just led with that, and, like, we've got this, like, weird Everwild situation where they don't really know what the game is. But, mate, but mm. I reckon it's finished, so it must be playable from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, what exactly yeah, you're being asked me. to do remains to be seen. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I'll, Brody, I'm happy to be surprised <laughs> is probably the nice summary of my thoughts on it. Uh, Brody, we've spoken about like gameplay trailers and stuff as well. Mm. What would you like to see from the game at this stage to kind of sell you on it? Yeah, well, like James sort of just alluded to, I guess, try and just show us what the game is about. Like, all, all we've sort of seen so far, I think, from like the vertical slices that I've seen at least is... It's more of a focus on the traversal and the open world and all that sort of stuff. And if that's what the yeah. game is, fine. But, like, sort of establish that. Because I'm sort of now starting to see this game as, like, a more narrative, better budgeted Solar Ash or something like that. Which yeah. which is, you know, more focused on traversal and, like, f- uh, free flow, like, exploration and stuff. And like that that's cool in its own right. But everything I've seen so far just makes me feel like the open world is a bit barren and a bit boring. So if they can show me that's not the case, then yeah, I'll be pretty interested. Cause like they get, the story seems interesting enough and the graphics are really nice. It's super pretty. So, and obviously the writing pedigree is great. So all they need to do is basically yeah, show us that there's an interesting game there. And I think it's still going to do well. I've, yeah. I've liked what I've seen, but similar to James, like I, I'd almost, I thought initially this was going to be like a five to 10 hour, like really smaller experience despite it being open world but i feel like with the delays and it's also 125 dollars like i don't really see how this could be it's like okay, got its own unique price point ah, so it's a budget game. Wow, okay yeah, yeah it's, budget it's cheap i yeah i don't know how it's going to work as like a 20 or 30 hour game and i think even if the story is great which it has the potential to be like obviously there needs to be a good game there still and i agree with james we haven't quite seen that fleshed out yet maybe a god yeah. of war for spoken state of play, dual state of play, if you will. <laughs> well, I really hope it comes together because, um, yeah, like I said, I do really like Amy Hennig in particular and the games that she's worked on in the past. Um, and I'm a big fan of single player games. And apparently, according to EA, that makes me less of an attractive person because if you missed it last week, EA's official Twitter account shared the tweet, quote, there are 10, but they only like playing single player games. Um, the tweet attracted a ton of backlash. And according to a recent report from Kotaku as well, not a lot of positive feedback and internally too um brody did you see the tweet yeah i did and my first reaction was to make a snide quote tweet as like a billion other people did but as james rightly pointed out uh in a sub tweet to i presume myself and everyone else um we all <laughs> took the bait because it was just yeah it was uh an engagement gold mo- oh, goldmine for them and you know uh everyone was talking about ea that day whether it was positive or not um but yeah so yeah i mean I don't know. I think they knew what they were doing. I still think the sentiment was generally pretty shit, considering everyone's attitude toward EA and their moving away from single-player games. Um, mm. But, uh, yeah, no. Nah. E- either way, they'll be right. Fuck them. 
James Vince Sampella from Respawn is one of the thousands that responded to the tweet, yourself and Brody included, um, who's notably developing a single-player game published by EA. What is your stance on EA as a publisher in light of this comment? Um, I think, like, they are... Um, I uh, I think we should... I don't know if you guys have read... Have you guys read, like, the behind-the-scenes of this tweet on... Um... There's an article about it. Have you not read it? It or, might be that Kotaku article. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. How, the, the apparently this account is run by like some random who doesn't really work in the games industry. It's just but like that, a weird, weird that's the PR same person. for everyone, to be honest. No, like Xbox know, but, doesn't run yeah. their own socials and stuff. But like in terms of um, like I thought it was a bit weird considering all of the games that EA has done really well with have been single player. Um, and the ones that have the, I feel like everyone's kind of excited yeah, for it doesn't take player. an exhaustive knowledge of every game EA's ever released. Not even that, like just like what's what's happened recently and what's coming. Like it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like su- it's super tone deaf. Like less than a year after, like Battlefield just absolutely fucking bombs as a multiplayer only game. So yeah, um, and that's why like you can mm. see when they'd say like or oh, somebody else like runs that account like you'd have to be yeah pretty like i head in the sand to make a comment like that but um go on shannon well i just think and i think james will agree but i think the, the context of it was meant to be like they don't want to play games with me like not that oh yeah multi- that's interesting i, I, I didn't even I, <laughs> I didn't even take it that way but that's cool. that's well in context i mean i've of, always thought getting friends together to play resident evil games is oh my god! No, the that's right way to go. in that in that context. <laughs> they're hundred percent right. <laughs> yeah, um, I I don't. Sorry, you were I making think... a good point there, Shadow. <laughs> no, I, I, I was going to. I'm glad you did because I'm trying to find the tweet because I can't remember the, the wording of it. What was the wording of it? Someone help. There me are out. ten, but they only like playing single player games. Yeah. So my understanding of that was like I would want James to play Fall Guys, and he would say, "No, I'm too busy playing X." alone He's like in that, that 10 yeah. yeah you are you are a lovely 10, except you don't want to play games with me um, or it's that's like how a I took co-op it. sort of situation and it's like it is it is stupid just because everyone loves to hate that EA that, you just in general that so well shannon because i don't think that's <laughs> what they you. meant at all I like, based PR. on this kataki report it sounds like you should have been working Did you? Yeah, literally. Helping, <laughs> helping them solve this um <laughs> I think it would be a bit of a kick in the face to, like, say, people like, say, Respawn, who are working on single-player yeah. games and shit. Like, I, I get yeah. why people would be shitty about that. And probably, um, like, and some of the best-reviewed games tweeted. that EA have, like, in their slate at the moment. <clears throat> yeah, and I do feel like EA is entering a bit of a, a redemption era, <laughs> um, like, with a lot yeah. of their single-player stuff that they are putting out, so... <laughs> the EA um, connoissance. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Exiting its flop era. But, yeah, like... <laughs> I, That's what struck me about this tweet. I'm like, had they tweeted this like five years ago, I might have been. Uh, this is on brand for them. But nowadays, like they seem to have learned that lesson. It just felt like a step backwards. But five like years I ago, alluded they were the to with yeah. my tweet, like we're all we've put a whole fucking segment about that one tweet in this podcast, so it yeah. worked. Well, I just knew it would be an interesting conversation, but obviously they uh, they knew the same. Well, they backpedaled, and now we're all elevens. It was. Shannon, it was your, sorry, God. No, no, no. It was meant to be just mindless, like, social media engagement, getting in on a trend. Like, if they, yeah. if this trend didn't exist and they tweeted that, like, that's a whole different thing. But they were clearly yeah. just being dicks and trying to get easy engagement, which yeah. I can understand. <laughs> someone whose life is that. <laughs> um, 
Shannon, I did want to ask you, though. Yes, it attracted controversy, but is there any truth to it? Are people that only play single-player games less attractive? Kind of that, back to your point earlier. That's, that's me, Shannon, just so you know. <laughs> Come on. No, based on that fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, No, I think we can all relate to it being annoying when someone doesn't want to stop playing the latest AAA game to come and play something with a friend. Like, we've all I, been there, so I get it. I will say like it's harder for me to play single-player games that I want to play because I'm feeling, like, constantly guilt-tripped to play, like, Exactly, Apex and or I Fall think that, that was the point of the, the tweet. That was what it was meant to be. There's but nothing worse. Obviously... Nothing worse than saying, come and squad up, mate. And then he's like, no, no, I'm playing Resi with my friends. Exactly. <laughs> a lounge room full of yeah, scared white boys. Single, a single player game a with A photo people. of like three <laughs> screens or the Resident Evil 2 loaded onto it. Yes, okay, fair enough. All right, well, I think that's probably that tweet done and dusted then. Uh, Brody, let's talk about Carphead, the delicious last course, which you reviewed in the week. How did you find it? It was delicious. It's uh, it's very very good. I was uh, it's it's very much more uh what you expect. Like it's it's Cuphead and feels very much like an extension of uh, what already came before. I think mm. the best thing about it, although it's like, in terms of what content you literally get, uh, like it's it's five to six new levels, like without sort of tiptoeing into I guess spoilers for it. Um, but uh, the great thing about it is that it obviously introduces uh, Miss Chalice as uh. The new playable character who comes with a whole, you know, suite of new abilities and there's new weapons you can buy and there's new charms. Um, and you can take them back through the original game, obviously, and then replay all the other three islands, uh, including Mr. Dice and the Devil and all that sort of stuff in a new sort of, like through a new lens, which I think is probably the biggest strength of it, especially uh, considering its price point. It's very cheap. Like it's only about $12, I think which is um, very reasonable, I think, despite the fact that they poured like five years of their lives into it. Um, but yeah, like the music's still on point, still real jazzy and real swingy. The art style is still obviously, uh, you know, uh, industry leading almost in, in, in that sense. Um, and yeah, and what I said in the review, which uh, like none of the bosses feel like that they could have been off the cutting room floor from the original game. Like they're all... Like, they all feel very, like, uh, well thought out, well designed, and sort of, yeah, really well considered. So, um, yeah, I think it's really solid. Um, I, I guess the only negatives that I, I sort of could have leveled at it were that it is a bit content light. It's still really hard, so it's not everyone's going to get through it, but, you know, that's, mm. you know what you're getting into at this point. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, I'm a big fan of it. My only hang up and the sad thing is, is that I think. With how long it takes them to make these games, this might be, might be it for Cuphead. So that, that makes me a little sad. But if it's the note he goes out on, then you know it's a it's been a ride. I mean, I guess with a name like the Delicious Last Course, I would assume it would be the last one. Is it, have they not confirmed that? Well, I don't know if they have. I think that was just I don't know. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I don't know I if th- I've yeah. have they read uh, have they said that it's like the end of his adventure, so to speak, or I don't know. I assume that was them just trying to force the DLC pun, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, of wow, DLC. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, we. Two yeah, DLC jokes over your head today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two DLC jokes under the table. <laughs> Slaps, um, if you will. 
Yeah, it's a tricky one. I've not. I mean, I've not given like the core game a go. Um, but oh, really? I was watching some play. Th- I haven't. No. Oh man. Um, wow. I was watching some playthroughs of the DLC. I'm gonna refer to it as that now. Um, uh, this past week, and God, the art style is like gorgeous. Like I oh, love yeah. as well the introduction of like the kind of plasticine um, yeah. model backdrops as well. That like tip like typical old kind of cartoon technique. Um, really, really cool. Um, but yeah, the difficulty of it has like intimidated me somewhat. But maybe, uh, maybe I give it a go. There's it's like on... simple. There's like simple modes and stuff that make it a bit more approachable. Oh, is there? Every battle yeah, there has is... like a simple. God knows, I need a simple mode. Yeah, there is, there is, but you can't progress through the game without playing on regular, which is unfortunate. So, oh really? Yeah, like uh... the the whole point of this DLC is you um. You're trying to make a thing called the Wonder Tart. You're going to Chef Salt Baker to try and make the Wonder Tart, which will help Miss Chalice uh, slip the astral plane and regain her physical form. Uh, it's very high art, basically. But um, <laughs> yeah, you can play the bosses on simple, which obviously makes them only two-phase fights generally most of the time. But to yep. get the ingredients for the tart and to re- reach the end game, you do yeah, need to right. play on regular, which... Um, I mean, um, you can use that as a stepping stone. Like, it's, it's fine. But yeah, some of the fights are freaking brutal. Like I like that um, for DLC. I like the because it's like optional. You can make it harder. Yeah, yeah, but no, it's it's great. Like if if you loved Cuphead, you'll love the delicious last course. Like it's it's more of the same, and yeah, I just love it. Is it included in Game Pass or no? No, no, it's no, not. Okay, no. But like right. I said, it's super cheap. Like it's twelve dollars. Yeah, which is crazy to me. But anyway, I wonder if like like I feel bad for them almost because. Whatever they do next, if they don't do it in this style, like, they're probably going to be... People will compare it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they, they kind of have really outdone themselves so early on. Um, but I feel like, money-wise, <laughs> this is probably isn't, like, the most efficient way to make a game. Do you know what I mean? Like, because of I the I feel graphics. like if they were to adopt, like, another kind of cartoony sort of style, like, maybe... Because, obviously, they've kind of gone very, like, retro. Maybe they kind of step it up in that kind of... Um, the de- like by a decade or two or something. It'd be cool if they like took style. Cuphead through the ages and then he suddenly looks like an early 90s yeah. Pixar film or something like that. And he's like evolving. Cuphead, cool. uh, Cuphead 3D. Like, yeah. bu- like Bubsy I 3D. I think of like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer goes 3D. Like <laughs> That's one of my faves. That's <laughs> yeah. a great one. I, I expecting there's, there's not as much cool nostalgia for, for, that, for that style, you know? But, no, you're right. Yeah. You're I'm right. interested to see where they go and what they yeah. do next. I totally hear you, though. Like, anything else could feel like a bit of a, a disappointment. But, um, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they'll come up with something equally as inventive and unique. Rapid-fire question for you all, though. Red Dead and GTA 4 remasters were reportedly shelved so Rockstar could focus on GTA 6. Shannon, do you think this was the right call? Uh, yes, I do although all of Rockstar's <laughs> games should be on all platforms, <laughs> playable and even on your fridge. Um, if they were though to have remastered Red Dead or GTA Four, which one would you have preferred? GTA. Interesting, Brody. The same two questions for you. Was it the right call? Which one would you have preferred? Um, yes, I think so. Uh, the right call, and I would probably, yeah, probably GTA as well, just to see if they fix those driving mechanics. Interesting. James? Well, I mean, obviously it was the right call, but... Um, I agree. Of either of those, like... 
Can I just say neither? Like, I'd probably more go oh, GTA. Wow. Just delete <laughs> them both from existence. You're just doubling yeah. down on the yes, it was the right call. Like, um, I just want new stuff, you know? Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I would love to play Red Dead again, to be honest. The original one. Really cool game. Nothing stopping but, you. No, it's not, actually. And actually, I played it backwards compatible on the Xbox One, too. So that was very handy. Anyhow. What the Wiki is the Press Starts podcast game show where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game and we, the contestants, must guess the game. The first to guess two games correctly wins the round and takes home the points. Speaking of those, their points last week, they were awarded to James, sorry, Brody, uh, who is now tied with James on seven points apiece. Shannon is just behind on six. Myself really kind of lagging behind at this point on two points. Kieran on one and Harry and Stephen on nil pois. But Brody is last week's winner. You are today's host. All right. All right. Let's uh, begin. Uh, just to trigger James, I'm going to announce that there is a theme. So <laughs> good luck identifying yeah, said theme. Okay. Uh, the game is based on elements from, a te- uh, from the television show, including its mm. characters and voices. Furthermore, the title provides a minigame-based experience, similar to the Mario Party series, rather than the sandbox environment of the original. There are over 40 minigames, as well as a kart-style race, uh, which, uh, sorry, as well as kart-style races, which are conducted on foot. The game received generally mixed reviews by critics upon release. James. Is it Viva Pinata Party Animals, Brody? It is Viva Pinata Party Animals. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well done, James. Let, let me. How much gamer score have we got in this game, guys? I've got nine hundred and eighty. I've got, I've got zero. Oh, I think. One. Yeah, I've got zero. I think. Um, okay, James on one point. Congratulations. Uh, obviously, you. Uh, if you get this one, you win. So, come on, guys, fire Thank up! Thank you for explaining the rules to me. Need to. <laughs> it's not for you. It's for the audience who are tuning okay. in for the first time. Fair, yeah, no, true. Okay, go on. <laughs> Uh, the game is an action-adventure game. Uh, it's the second installment of a series, which gives that away, I suppose. Uh, the game was released in 2008 for PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and in 2009 for Windows PC. Uh, there was a mobile tie-in that was developed by G5 Entertainment, which was released in 2008 also. The game directly follows from the events of the first game, uh, as the player's custom character awakens from a coma after five years. Uh, the game's developers opted for a more comedic tone to set the game apart from another series, uh, with which the original game was compared by most reviewers for their similar premise and gameplay elements. The game's promotional effort included various public showings, special editions, and downloadable content, including... Uh, I'm not going to say those. Uh, reviews were largely favourable, praising the action and straightforward gameplay while only criticising technical issues. Uh... The game had sold around 400,000 units by November 2008 uh, and 3.4 million by September 2010 and a sequel to this game. I'm just going to go because I was like trying to make it, like give them a chance, but I can't be bothered waiting. (laughs) (laughs) The the audacity. Is it Saints Row 2? It is Saints Row 2. Uh, What are you doing, honestly? Well done, jumsy jums jums. Not even a fair fight. Uh, The theme (laughs) is that those... Uh, well, these two and the other two that I had selected, being Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet and Injustice God Among Us, have all at one point been 360 games with gold, which has just been phased out. So, oh, uh, lovely. lovely. Well done. Huge, Back in the true. lead. Press F to pay respects. <laughs> Bow down to the master. Alt F5. Alt F4. Oh, whatever it is. Saints Row, right, of know. course. 
the second Saints Row game came out in 2008. I don't believe 2008 was that long ago, but it really was, wasn't it? It was a long time ago. It was. It was. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, with that, let's bring it into what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listen All, the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au and visit the site at <coughs> press.com.au. We've been joined today by Shannon. You can follow me at shancake underscore on Twitter. Taking home the points, it was James. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. And last but not least, it was Brody. Thanks, you can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. And I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, happy gaming. Bye. 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 Bye.